You're inside a slaughterhouse right now. This cow is about to get killed. Afterwards, it will go through several production machines. It will eventually end up on your plate. And most of you consume a lot of that every year. Creating this meat has a very big impact on the climate. And we're about to show you why meat production is by far the biggest contributor to climate change. We're also going to discuss why we should all go vegetarian or why we shouldn't. So if you're interested, you should keep listening. I'm Maud and you're listening to our podcast, Generation Green. I'm glad you've taken your time to listen to our podcast and I hope that you can learn something from it. Okay, so first of all, what is a carbon footprint? It's good to know the meaning of it because we're going to use the word a lot. A carbon footprint is an estimate of how your activities impact the climate, such as making a product, living a lifestyle, or running a company. Those actions release carbon dioxide, and the more you perform those actions, the higher your carbon footprint will be. Now that the environment has become more important to take care of, many people have hopped on a train labeled vegetarianism, hoping to lower their carbon footprint. Josephine, Emilia, and Lourdes are joining me today. All three of them are already a vegetarian. Why? Because they're not big fans of meat, but also because they care about the animals. They are living creatures like us. And because they care about the environment, which we will be focusing on today. Josephine, you wrote to me that you believe becoming vegetarian is one of the most effective things you can do to reduce your carbon footprint. Exactly. Of course, everything makes a change. Like taking less showers, traveling less, and turning off lights. But becoming vegetarian is proven to be one of the most effective things we can do to reduce our carbon footprints. But do you think everyone could potentially become vegetarian? I mean, most people will probably mumble something about meat being tasty and that everyone eats it. Well, personally, I think it's not even that hard. However, this is not the case for poor people or people in undeveloped countries because they often don't have a choice. But if we're talking about well-paid people in developed countries, I think it's definitely possible. Of course, a lot of people love eating meat, but there are so many meat alternatives. If more people become vegetarian, this fake meat industry will evolve, and we will eventually reach a point where fake meat is just like real meat. Yes, but Josephine, there are so many people who just can't become a vegetarian, let alone vegan, for various reasons. As you said, some people are struggling financially or don't have enough resources to get this vegetarian food that is protein-rich from. Others have health issues and require the consumption of meat. Apart from that, there are also wealthy people, of course, who choose not to be a vegetarian because it would just not satisfy their lifestyle, like, for example, many members of my family. I'm sure that they would never even consider the idea of becoming a vegetarian, and there are many people like that. I agree. Though when we hear about what happens in those farms... So the pollution, the waste, the miserable lives of billions of animals. I think it is hard not to feel a twinge of guilt and like conclude that we should eat less meat. Over the next year, more than 50 billion land animals will be raised and slaughtered for food around the world. Most of them will be raised in conditions that cause them to suffer unnecessarily and while harming the environment in significant ways. I also dislike chains like McDonald's. I have to admit that I love their vegetarian burger, but I don't like how unsustainable they are and how their animals are treated. Many of us have a cat or a dog, but when it comes to pigs or cows, we just don't care. This is insane. It's like a casting system. 
We still massively drive through McDonald's, Burger King, KFC, you can name them. They all use these sneaky marketing tricks to convince us to buy their food. But do you know why it's all so cheap? Why everything at McDonald's is under 10 euros? Well, first of all, they use cheap labor and the workers usually don't get paid much. But many people also don't know how these burgers from fast food chains are made. And that's quite a process. Well, luckily I did some research about that. So let's go through the process of making that burger for you. Forests are the number one tool to prevent global warming to accelerate. So in other words, if we lose too much forests, global warming will accelerate faster. That's why it's important that we keep those forests. But many forests and rainforests are chopped down in order to make cattle farms. For those who don't know, cattle are large farm animals kept for their meat or milk. So think about cows or bulls. When cows burp and fart, methane is released into the atmosphere. Methane is even worse than CO2 in regards to global warming, and with the burping and farting, massive amounts of methane are released into the atmosphere, and so the more cows that exist on the planet, the quicker global warming will accelerate. That's why it's also important to stop forcing pregnancy on animals. The animals always spend time at a farm before being dropped off at the slaughterhouse. And I mean, I should mention that there are some animals that are raised in good conditions, but surely not all of them. Upon reaching a specific age or weight, livestock are transported to the slaughterhouse. After stunning, animals are suspended by a hind limb and moved down a conveyor line for the slaughter procedures. Then the last step is to get it to your local shop. And that's quite a process. A very big amount of the premium meat is imported from other countries and sometimes the meat has to come all the way from another continent. When the meat has arrived, people buy it, but the environmental issue doesn't end here. Most meat and dairy products have a very low lifetime span. In other words, people throw out a lot of the meat and milk that they're buying and that creates a huge environmental issue. Yeah, the production, processing and distribution of meat requires huge outlays of pesticides, fertilizer, fuel, water, while also releasing greenhouse gases and a range of toxic chemicals into our air and water. A study found that red meat, such as beef and lamb, is responsible for 10 to 40 times as many greenhouse gas emissions as vegetables and greens. And for those who don't know what greenhouse gases are, greenhouse gases are gases in the atmosphere that have an influence on the energy balance of the earth. They cause the so-called greenhouse effect, which I think many of you have already learned about in school. And the proportion of the best known greenhouse gases, so carbon dioxide, also known as CO2, methane and nitrous oxide, have increased a lot since the beginning of the last century due to man-made sources. Meat production is also highly inefficient, especially if we're talking about red meat. Producing 1 kilogram of beef requires 25 kilograms of grain and roughly 15,000 liters of water to feed the animal. Pork and chicken are a little less intensive, but still. Land use and the way we use our resources is also part of the problem. Animals require a lot of space as livestock covers up 45% of the Earth's total land, which means that almost half of our world is covered with animals for our consumption. Livestock uses a lot of land on Earth and what we eat is clearly more important than how much we eat. Since livestock takes up almost 80% of our agricultural land, 
but unfortunately it only produces 18% of the world's supply of calories. We could instead use that land to produce more vegetables and grains, which as Lourdes said would release less greenhouse gases. Grain is commonly used to feed the animals, but using grain to feed the animals increases global demand, which means people want more of it. And that drives up grain prices, making it harder for the world's poor to feed themselves. Grain could instead be used to feed people. A study found that if all grain were fed to humans instead of animals, we could feed an extra 3.5 billion people. Wow, really? So in short, industrial livestock farming is not only inefficient, but also not equitable? Yup, and we haven't even mentioned the water pollution from those farms yet. One hamburger requires 600 gallons of water to produce, which is one month worth of showering. Agriculture consumes more water than any other human activity, and nearly a third of that water is used for raising livestock. Currently, there are over 20 billion animals used for dairy and meat production, which is expected to rise rapidly. This is problematic because if there are more animals slaughtered and faster animal growth, the shortage of water will become a global challenge in both developed and developing countries. Yeah, and also the pollution on those farms, whereby pigs and other livestock are contained in tight quarters, usually can produce as much sewage waste as a small city, which also threatens our health. Yeah, and now that we're talking about health, I've heard that eating too much meat is not good for our health either. Eating too much meat is linked to increased rates of heart disease, cancer, and obesity. Exactly, but... Keep in mind that not eating any meat can also lead to a few health risks. It can lead to vitamin deficiencies, and especially when you're underage, because you're still growing, becoming vegetarian could be dangerous. For example, you might think when starting a vegetarian diet that avocados are the sustainable food choice. You see them everywhere around Instagram, and they're usually considered a healthy and a green option. Yeah, avocados have gained immense popularity over the last decade, but they're not as sustainable as many people think. There is a dark side hidden behind this trendy fruit. Yes, avocados require a lot of water. It takes roughly 2,000 liters of water to produce one kilo of avocados. And because there's pressure on avocado farmers due to the crazy demand for the fruit, avocado farmers also steal fresh water from towns and cities nearby. Yeah, that's why meat eaters often claim that vegans who eat avocados are hypocrites. Vegans are usually also really strict with reducing the environmental impacts of the planet, yet they demand a lot of food like avocados, mangoes, and bananas from South America. I've heard that the time period between harvesting avocados in South America and putting them out for consumption in Europe takes as long as two months. And almost all companies that sell or transport them use plastic to wrap their products. This of course causes great pollution. And again, avocados have a low lifetime span and they need to be consumed within three days. That's why cafes in Europe are already banning avocados from their menus. I found out that this is also the case for soy. A lot of vegan products contain soy, but soy is also linked to deforestation. Deforestation destroys the natural environment. It takes away land from species that depend on it, as well as people. And that's why, as Maud said, it's really important that we keep those forests. Yeah, 
For those who can't give up meat, cutting back goes a long way towards helping the environment. What also helps is choosing meat and dairy products from organic pasture-raised grass-fed animals. We need better policies and stronger regulations to reduce the environmental impact of livestock production. But personal shifting of diets is an important step. Yes, just eating a little less meat right now might make things a whole lot better for our children and grandchildren. According to research, if we all became vegetarian by 2050, food-related emissions would drop by about 60%. If the world went vegan, emissions would drop by 70%. I agree. When looking at what would be in line with avoiding dangerous levels of climate change, I think that we can only stabilize the environment if more people adopted a plant-based diet. Everyone becoming a vegetarian or vegan would obviously not be a very realistic scenario. But if all it takes are a few changes in our diet, shouldn't more people do it now before it's too late? With rising populations over the last decades, more and more resources are needed. In the last 50 years, the number of people on this planet has doubled, but the amount of meat we eat has tripled. And so a carbon sink turns into a carbon tap. The tap is still running, and if we don't reduce our carbon footprint soon, severe consequences will follow. On average, people eat 7,000 to 10,000 animals in a lifetime. Think about it. If you became vegetarian, you could save a lot of lives and be so much more environmentally friendly. Thank you for listening to our podcast, and thanks to our guests. In the future, our hope is that people will eat less meat and more plant-based food. At the moment, only 3% of the world population is vegetarian, and it's just not as effective. If we all went vegetarian, we might be able to save the climate. We think that it's time to start caring as a whole, not as an individual, and save the climate by all taking action.